Motorcycle Talk Show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. It's Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. I'm Scott Casper. Part of, this is part of the uh, Front Porch People uh, Network, by the way. Uh, Roman Avila in studio. Pete J. Duran on his honeymoon. And Tony Wink racing the Baja. And our very special guest in the studio is Tony Tice, who, well, he held down a chair here for six or seven years anyway and made it look good. So welcome back, Tony. Appreciate you being here. All I want to know is where do they hide the speed cameras? Um. Right in front of uh, 56th. Uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you do, get off? No, you got off 63rd. Uh, or did you get off 42nd? No, I got off 42nd. Okay. Well, it's good. To, it's, were you riding or driving? Driving. Okay. It's good to see you back at work. How long were you actually off after the deer accident? Four and a half months. Did you Jeez. get to keep any of the meat? <laughs> no, it destroyed that deer completely. Hmm. There was nothing left to... Uh, to salvage i would have figured out a way to pick up a small piece of it put it in the blender add it to some soup and get some <laughs> get some retribution anyway welcome to the show everybody it is pit pass radio um big program on tap for you and perhaps um we'll start with cooper webb if we can if we can get him and then of course casey martinez is going to be joining us tyler tyler mall will be joining us chris Parrish, uh, of course jason madama is it madama I think it is. I think so. Okay. Uh, Chris Bishop and Tommy Boy Halverson are contributing to this program. Jack and Lee and DeLeon. I'm having trouble talking on it. Jack and Lee and DeLeon are producing our program. Um, Ed Kulenkamp, of course, came up with a great script. As always, Tony Wink, again, Racing the Baja. I'm Scott Casper, and what we we do is we gather around the campfire and tell stories with our guests and kind of compare notes, and you'd be surprised what you'll learn just by listening to this very podcast program the program by the way is brought to you in part by our good friends at at fly racing they are the uh, originators of the fly hard parts fly racing continues to expand its line of hard parts from bike stands to handlebars and grips chains and sprockets foot pegs and lever assemblies perhaps my favorite hard part is the lever assembly to create uh, products such as its innovative boot wash stand that's pretty cool too Fly Racing designers are committed to making quality hard parts. Visit flyracing.com and see for yourself or look for a Fly Racing authorized dealer for a full list of available Fly hard parts. So let's go to Roman Avila for breaking news before we go to our first guest. Well, we've got a couple of them. Uh, Trevor Bollinger looks like he's taking Josh Strang's spot. And we had Josh Strang on a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's rumored that he might be going to a uh, certain Team Green who's trying to make a rebirth in the off-road racing, um, which means that possibly could be a Babbitt's seat. Uh, Joseph Bogle signing with uh, Phoenix Racing Honda. Uh, Was that a surprise or were rumors about that going down anyway? About Strang? Yeah, signing. It's, well, I mean, they signed Jason Thomas last year and, you know, Tony's good friends with Jason, and, and that's kind of a – he kind of helped with that. But it's kind of a, a – I don't know, Jason just – it didn't work out for one reason or another. 
and Josh still wants to race, but I think Husqvarna was looking to bring in somebody fresh. So to back them up. Well, yeah, to back up, um, you know, their, their crew already. So with, uh, Thad Duvall, um, so bringing in Bollinger meant that string was left without a seat. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but, uh, KTM and Husqvarna, which are somewhat one and the same, have now introduced a 50cc electric dirt bike. What are your thoughts on that? Hey, if that's going to sell more bikes to get these kids out there riding and these parents are thinking, instead of instead of us putting all this money forward into a two-stroke bike if if we go out and buy this electric bike and it works and we don't have to work on it constantly hey more power to them whatever it takes to get these kids on these bikes and get them in the sport and hooked or just riding in general and having fun and enjoying themselves that's the key hey let's get out there and let's do it you don't have to just because it's a dirt bike doesn't mean you have to race or you have to be competitive on it you can just have a dirt bike and enjoy it let's and have our, fun. Let's so. go to our first guest and see see what uh, Casey's got to say about that. Casey, what are your thoughts on what we're talking about? Jack, do we have well, Casey? Okay, there she is. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can now, yes. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how almost everyone starts out in, on a dirt bike is just going out, having fun with your friends and family. And kind of gathering around the track, spending a weekend together, right? There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Yeah, as for how I started, you know, just going out to our local OHV parks, actually. Um, and, yeah, learning to ride with my mom and dad and friends and just making a, you know, camping trip out of it. We were almost out there, you know, like every weekend. And, and now, Casey, you've, after last last weekend now you've won every outdoor national title that you can win right what not exactly which ones are there there's two x games medals that's not considered outdoors a gold and a bronze there okay mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, gncc championship in 2014 and 15 finished second overall in 2016 nice job there yeah. um but take us from there. What are the other ones that you've won that we may not be aware of? Um, well, there's a lot leading up to that. But the nationals that I've won is, yes, CNCC. And then along with that is the National Enduro Series. And then I won the National Hare and Hound Series that next year. And then now, just this past weekend, I wrapped up the National Enduro Cross Series. How cool is that? The, the thing that we know the, about winning championships is you absolutely must stay on the bike to do it, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> when was the last time you were laying on the ground going, wow? Didn't expect oh. that. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. That's true. Actually, um, that last year I raced CNCCs, um, I broke my wrist, Ooh. and that's when – I got second in the championship. Um, I did get lucky with breaking it, though, the last round before we went on summer break. So I did have time for it. I didn't finish that race, obviously, that I broke it and I DNF'd. But um, 
I did have some time for it to heal, and I was back once um, the race started back up after two months for the GCs. But still, I just you know wasn't in the same shape I was at the beginning of that year with having that broken wrist mid season. Have you have you ever broken a crown off in your mouth? <laughs> I don't no. think so. I literally just did. And oh my god! I've never seen it up close <laughs> and personal. It's really nice. Casey, look, talk us through uh, this weekend and, and racing against the defending champion Shelby Turner, who we had on last week. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't here, but um, talk us through last weekend and how everything went from practice to to qualifying, and then you know the main event obviously was exciting. So run us through that. Yeah, yeah. Even the week before, you know, um, this has been this Endurocross Championship has been my most hard fought championship. It's been the hardest for me um, to achieve. And so just that whole week before, you know, I flew down to SoCal at KTM headquarters. They now have uh, an Enduro Cross track there for us to train on. And um, I really put in the work with um, actually Colton Hacker and my boss, Auntie, came out um, two days I was there. And, you know, it was it was a stressful week leading up to it, but um, I got everything done I needed to do, and I really felt confident coming into this week, this past weekend. Um, you know, I, I was going to leave it all on the line, and, and that's pretty much what I did during that race. Um, practice went good. In the morning, I was feeling super confident on the bike, on the track. I was getting around the course, and that's, you know, one of the main things for Enduro Cross is just momentum. If you don't get stuck, you're going to do good. Um, you never know, though. The women's and draw cross track is it's it's a tough it's a tough class. There's um, a lot of tough tough competition. Like Shelby Turner, you know, defending champ. She's even though she had that injury at the beginning of the year, she was on it all year. Um, and then just with the new girls in the class coming up, never riding in draw cross before. You know, when we start lapping them, it, it gets tough. You know, sometimes our main line that we want to race in is is not available, and so we need to start taking other lines that that can make it hard on us and just tougher lines and, and you never know what's going to happen. So you always just race to that finish. What do you do to mentally prepare yourself during the week before a race? Oh goodness. Um, you know, I just, I just do my thing. A normal, a normal day at home. I, uh, you know, try not to stress over it that much. Just, um, stay calm, do my normal workouts. Um, my normal riding schedule i uh you know do you have any rituals take her on walks no i don't really have any rituals i'm um pretty easy going i think with coming into a race i just i know that i need to get what i need to get done during the week and i get it done during the week and so i'm always prepared coming into that weekend that's neat do you you like pull one glove on before the other one or Put your boots on. And little, no, little superstitions. I any, no, I don't have any superstitions <laughs> going on. I, I do. I, I put, I've heard a lot about it, though, yeah. I always put my left boot on first. My left knee brace really? always goes on first. I always go left oh. or right I, with everything. Left glove. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just do. Um, she, or Shelby, I'm sorry. Casey, oh. I know, right? I, I had Shelby on my mind because we were talking about her being the defending champ. You're the 2018 champ now. Yes. <laughs> you've won all these major titles. I know you've retired from GNCC. 
what's next? Are we we defending this title? And then what's the next year look like? What what are we thinking down the road? Yeah, you know, I'm I am 28 years old now, and so I'm married, and eventually, you know, I, we want to start a family, but right now, um, we still have time, so I... I could tell you where to pick I, up a family. <laughs> no. Order. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Wow. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I... I still have a long time to do that. So I uh, I haven't talked anything out yet with Auntie. I really just wanted to get through, through this past weekend uh, with winning both those two championships. And now Auntie's at six days, so it's going to be some time until we talk for next year. I don't have a contract yet, but I have to see what my options are, and I'd like to defend that and draw a title. Who, who represents you in, the, in those discussions? Myself. Really? Yeah. Do you ever find that uncomfortable? No. Um, no, actually, I have not. I, Auntie is um, really easy to work with, at least what I've done with him. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't find anything uncomfortable. I did have um, Mickey Keller help me for a while there. And then um, um, she helped me to get, you know, where I'm at now. And, and I was able to now just be able to do it on my own so how many casey how many more years are you thinking you might want to race just ballpark i'm not specifics i mean i understand the family part of it um heck our our own tony wink his daughter's three and he's uh he's in his 40s so um you know i understand how that can work out um what are you thinking um, I'm thinking it's, it's going to be sooner than later. I don't, I don't know exact number, but it will be sooner than later. And even when after having kids, I, I'm still going to be out there and, you know, enjoying the, the races and going back out. It might not be as where I'm at now today, more local stuff I could see myself doing. You could always but. run the vet class. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> hey, no. Look, All no. Right. Right. No. <laughs> Honestly, let's be honest here. You you said you're you're 28 now. Yeah. Yeah. If you have children within a couple of years, so we're that doing autom- Yes. Okay. That automatically puts you in the 30 bracket, which is technically what a vet is considered. Yeah. Um. Man, that makes me a double vet. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I throw across. I don't think the vet class is thirty, though. I think it's thirty-five. Well, and, and I'm not. I'm not saying specifically <laughs> per endurocross, cross, yeah. but I mean in a lot so of the outdoor disciplines, and yeah, for sure you can probably yeah, do something else quick. different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at what look what Destry's doing. I mean, and the guys with was doing chemo just recently and. He was out there yeah. racing with you guys uh, in the vet class, but uh, that's a cool cat, by the way. Tremendous guy, but I just can't believe Casey that you've been able to win all these national titles and and these championships. And it seems like, and, and I'm not trying to be rude, but nobody's made a big deal of this. We are, yeah. No, and and I want to make a big deal of it because I think as a woman, 
And as a racer athlete, yes, I I think we should make a bigger deal about this because uh, who else has done this? Do we know of yeah. anybody else? No, no, I'm pretty sure that I'm You're the first it. one to win. Yeah, every um, major off-road championship there is in the United States. I think that's a pretty big deal, and you should be well congratulated on that because that's not an easy thing. And, and with any kind of wrist injury, you know, and I know, I know from Tony's experience, uh, Winks with his wrist. Man, he struggles sometimes um, with that wrist getting sore on him when we're out there riding or racing. Do you have to ride with the brace, or have you had any negative impact with Endurocross? Because that can be kind of intense on yeah. the old joints. Yeah, um, I do not ride with a brace, but with Endurocross, it's definitely, I don't notice it while riding in between practicing and everything, and definitely by the end of the night. Um, after our main, it's, it's, it's definitely sore. Um, but it's nothing to, um, affect my riding, so which I'm lucky, lucky for. So, so it, it, it is, it's going good, but it does get sore and I'm sure it'll, you know, with time it'll, it'll start feeling better. I sure hope so. I mean, cause most of the time as you get a little bit older, things like that can either go get better or they can just start <laughs> bothering you more when the weather changes or yeah but um i just want to say congratulations i think what you have accomplished is pretty amazing um and i've always been a big believer that that you guys don't get enough recognition i've said this with jessica patterson i've said it with mckenzie tricker um and, and a few other that that we've had on um jamie Estillo, you know she's racing motocross and you know uh street bikes too um and yeah. what she's been able to accomplish and, and do some things um racing against boys you know mm-hmm. yeah i think that you yeah, guys there's... need to get more attention and especially you accomplishing something no other woman has accomplished is very important and and i'd love to see that that helps get some more younger girls and younger females into the fold and and get them on a dirt bike uh my wife's daughter i try to get her to ride our little 125 pit bike our ttr 125 all the time yeah. and just go out and mess around in our pasture but yeah there's a, there's a song called yeah. "The Mess Around" by Ray Charles. <laughs> did you know that? No, I didn't. Listen, uh, what we did with women's wrestling, for example, we had one college team. Now there are 47, and every team has at least 40 girls on it. So they're all getting a quality college education, university level or whatever, and they're now in the men's um, extended rooms. So the field or the clubs and women's wrestling we just took the championship in france i mean this is this is how you grow the sport you constantly throw light on them and you're right roman yeah i my cousin was the first uh, first female to ever wrestle for newton back in the day but mm. i which is a local high school for us here but you guys with the what happened with the wmx a few years ago Kind of what's yeah, happened with 
you know, the trickle down of, uh, you know, of even the GNCC, you know, I'd like to see a big resurgence happen for you guys across the board. Why why don't we guarantee women a segment on every single show, one segment, every single show, no matter what, no matter the discipline. Can we make that a, can we make that a project? We sure can. I'm in. Yeah, I, it's not as important to me as who wins is if we get the job done that you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'd love to. I think it'd be great. Let's. And we, uh, I mean, uh, we can get in touch you, with you, some you, other people and get some other people out there that, you, you know, maybe have some ideas of who to come bring on the show. And you got to stay on the gas, though. OK, I mean, that's something we, <laughs> if, we, if we start something like that, that's got to be a regular feature for at least 26 weeks. That's that's half a year. Yeah. For those that do math, we can make that happen. <laughs> Casey, who do you want to thank? First, I'd like to thank you guys for acknowledging, you know, um, appreciating that what I have done. Thank you for having me on your guys' Pit Pats Radio Show. I appreciate it. And, you know, we're, we are the women, the pro women. We're putting in as much work as those guys out there. So, you know, thank you for noticing that and, and trying to help us, you know, achieve our goals also. Now, did, do you remember that song, We Are the World? We could rewrite that for our women. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that song. Yeah. I don't. I just saw it, I I just mean, saw it on TV today. I'm sure Casey probably doesn't remember that song, but maybe she does. She doesn't want to remember it. Look, yeah. Casey, no. are, are you at home right now? Do you have a computer? I am at home, yeah. Get, get on the YouTube, and then I want you. I want you to call us back. And I want your opinion on We Are The World. It was no an, an amazing piece. Since this is my oh show. My um, oh. Hello. I think it would just, we don't have to do it on air. I just want to know what you think. Because Michael sure. Jackson's in it. Diana Ross is in it. Kenny Rogers is in it. I mean, the cast was amazing. You're not in it. And the rule was you had to leave. check your ego at the door. That yeah. was the rule. That was the rule. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be back after this. America's Motor Racing Talk Show continues. It's Pit Pass. Stay tuned. This is Mickey Diamond with Nuclear Cowboys, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. Hey, everybody. It's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-pack supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new four-stroke model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new Slow Rebound Tacky Compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the Tacky Tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a Tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. Hey, Moto fans, we do our best to keep you in touch with what we're doing through our website, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Well, now you can listen to Pit Pass Radio on your handheld device anytime with the all-new Pit Pass app for Android or iPhones. Go to your app store now and download the new app, Pit Pass, at no charge. Yes, we have an app for that. It's the all-new Pit Pass app. Get it today. 
America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. The Yamaha YZF R3 Sport Bike at Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes is the most exciting and affordable way ever to join the exclusive world of Yamaha R-Series Superbike Performance. It features a potent fuel-injected 321cc liquid-cooled parallel twin engine for great acceleration, a slim, lightweight chassis for sporty, agile handling, a low seat height to get both your feet firmly on the ground for added confidence, plus legendary Yamaha Superbike styling guaranteed to turn heads, all at a super value. No wonder Cycle World calls it a bargain, and Revzilla hails it the new king of the hill when it comes to entry-level lightweight sport bikes. Visit Hicklin Power Sports in Grimes today to see the incredible Yamaha R3. And for more information, visit YamahaMotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the De Leon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The De Leons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans. He'll make your dreams a reality. Call the De Leons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack De Leon Construction, serving Iowa since 1946. My name is Corey West. I'm an AMA Daytona Sport Bike Racer. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Scott Casper, Roman Avila, and uh, Tony Tice makes his uh, stunning return after a, a terrible get-off. Um, my goodness sakes, I am... First of all, I was so worried about you, and I think everybody was. But you was it a buck you hit or a, a doe? I didn't even see it, and it was the doe in the aftermath. The, the doe? Took the front end of the bike out from underneath me. Okay. And uh, just absolutely screwed up the bike. Did your insurance company cover that? Yeah. And, and did you get a new one yet? No. Have you got it on order? Mm, yeah. Okay. I, I, I know it's, it's a scary thing, but I just don't want to lose you. Well, you know, it was uh, it was pretty scary laying in the hospital. and You were laying on the road. For a while, yeah. For a long time before anybody came along. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Was, did you take a nap first? I, I counted 62 stars. Oh. Yeah. Did well, you that's name good. One? Did At you, least you kept your mind busy. Did you call Rocky Moselle and get one named after me? <laughs> And put it in a, oh, in a book no. in Library of Congress. Sorry, didn't do it. <laughs> the fact that I knew who who owns that company, and the fact that you can get that done and, and put it in the Library of Congress, that tells me how many times it's played on my show. You want to know what the funniest thing was? What is it? Laying there on the ground and couldn't breathe. Yeah. So I didn't have any. That's hysterical. Words. Yeah, didn't have any words, and I called nine one one and and get through to the lady that was on the other end of the line that I'm laying on the gravel road and can you please send somebody anybody anybody and uh she just goes are you hurt (laughs) no i'm calling you for no reason (laughs) just because are you hurt no boy yeah i'm hurt that's why i'm calling you yep that was pretty i need help send help (laughs) no no i'm just hey well you know what if it had been if it had been a male right 
um, it would have been horned out time, right? So horns out, and, and you know, one of those uh, big had antlers, my number on it. Yeah. yeah, would have had your number on it for for sure. We uh, came up with a special song for no, we didn't yet, but we'll we'll play it when we get it. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, you'll like it. But what was interesting is that nobody found you for how long? Do you have any idea what the stretch uh, of time was? It took was? about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. And was your bike laying in the middle of the road or in the ditch? It, where, it where, was where? actually the the bike and deer were together and kind of in the the driving southbound path. Okay. And you're on a gravel road. Gravel road. Gravel road. A road that you've taken many times. Every day. Every day. That's amazing. Yeah, I saw coming home from the fights that I did in Jefferson. What is that? Four and forty-one, one forty-one, one forty-one. And uh, at first, I saw the cop that was had somebody stopped. I think you've got two channels going there, Jack. Um, so what I was going to say is, I saw the cop stop this truck, and then right beyond them, four deer casually walked out into the road. Yay. So I'm glad I had to slow down for the cop. <laughs> this is Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. The new movie's out, by the way. Yeah. yeah you can check it out. Well, in the song, he mentions, can somebody just find me someone? Mm. And that's exactly what you needed. Yeah. Anyway, carry on, Jack. Thank you. Let's go to uh, Roman Avila for the introduction for our next guest. Roman? So Tyler Mall is the operation manager for Brushy Mountain motorsports park in north carolina and they also host a battle of the goats what is this what is that extreme enduro it's 90 miles worth that's an hour and a half right uh, <laughs> straight as zero plus <laughs> yeah okay. yeah but, but i'm seriously doubting and tyler can you shed some light on this i'm i'm doubting it all right, so so what it is, Battle of the Goats Extreme Enduro, it's, uh, we started out in 2016, and the race wasn't hard enough. Nick Ferringer told me it wasn't hard enough. The 2000, 2017 came around. He called me a bastard in the woods because I made it too hard. Holy cow. 2018 came around. I ramped it up a little bit more. I keep seeing that, you know, people want more, and uh, that's why we keep giving it to them. Um, the Brushy Mountain itself, we have around 100 to 110 miles of trails. Uh, the Battle of the Goats uh, race course, it was roughly about 16 miles long uh, as far as per lap. Um, one of the tougher races probably in the, in the United States right now, um, besides the Tennessee Knockout. And but it's, uh, that, that in and of itself, the Tennessee Knockout has uh, a pretty good reputation for being difficult. But uh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's highly respected, right? Oh, absolutely. They're pulling yeah. in huge numbers, uh, huge crowds. They're supposed to be part of the West Series uh, for 2019. They had some they had some real big names from overseas there up yeah. this year. Tyler, it's just, it's just diff- different terrain. A lot of rock with them, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of elevation. What are your numbers looking like? Uh, are you guys growing every year? Every year is getting larger. This has actually been our largest year. Um, we had 133 people sign up, which is for it being a third year. That's that's spectacular. Take it's it, hard yeah, thing. for sure. Um, and AMA is starting to get, you know, they've got their own set of disciplines with it, and uh, that's helped out tremendously. 
uh, Kenda's been picking up mm-hmm. you know, people left and right for doing actually for 2019. We're uh, we're going to be a Kenda sponsor, a sponsor Grace. It's going to be a title sponsor, um, and we're supposed to be a state championship. I believe is what they're calling it with the AMA. Nice. So I'm, I'm looking probably around around 200. Yeah, at least 200 people to sign up. Talk to us about the terrain. All right. So what we have, we have 1,736 acres, and um, That's from the time you leave the parking lot, you are climbing. Um, we have designed our trails mainly just for dirt bikes. I mean, we we're, we started out as a dirt bike park, and there's no such thing as side by sides in 2002 when we opened. And uh, it seems like those things have gotten more and more popular, so we've had to make our trails suitable for them. But we have 110 miles of trails. Uh, dirt bikes can ride all of those. Uh, side by sides and four wheelers have maybe 45 miles of trails that they can ride. But you know, I myself am a dirt bike rider. I love riding the extreme stuff, so I build stuff that suits my type of riding and uh we have tons of single track um i've been making quite a bit of off camber uh, off camber climbs and doing a lot of pivot turns as you're climbing up the mountain i like that i call it i call it jarvis style oh (laughs) so you're you're putting a foot down to pivot the bike yeah there's nothing wrong with that Um, you get the job done well i i'm not sure scott how much of uh, woods riding you've done but most of it actually um most of my life has been in the woods only way sure. to do it yeah oh boy in, in the dark or in the woods oh I, i'm you're yeah. right you're right in the okay. dark okay okay so <laughs> oh my gosh tyler talk to us yes, more sir. about the motorsports park and, and in general what all do you guys have what's the amenities memberships you know public private all right so what is it that uh, my dad owns it uh, he bought it in 2002 we've been wide open ever since so it is a, a private facility. Um, Twenty-five dollars a day to ride for a dirt bike or an ATV. It's thirty dollars a day to ride for a side by side. Memberships are available. Um, membership is for thirteen months. Memberships definitely have their benefits. We we hook them up on some some pricing for some of our distributors that we can go through. Uh, members can ride through the week. So normally we are close to the public on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, and we only we're only opened on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from nine to five. And those are 365 days a year, as long as the weather is good. Um, we close down for really bad rain, uh, torrential storms, stuff like that. Snowfall, we get any kind of snow, yeah. it closes us down because they just we're one of the last roads that gets cleared, and it's a mile long drive from our front gate to the office itself. Uh, and, and we here's and here's a big thing for a lot of people, guys in general. It's not that big of a deal if they want to bring their family, they want to bring their wives or whatever. We have real bathrooms, heated air conditioner bathrooms with showers, no pool to john stuff like that. I'm on my way. Um, we do, yeah, they're, they're they're nice. We take care of our stuff. Um, we do not have any kind of cabins. That's something that will be possibly presented in the near future. Um, camping's available, and we do have a motocross track that we had built probably about three years ago that we're in the process trying to get it uh, groomed back up. We, we've had some really bad rain this year. We've had probably thirty three to thirty four inches of rain since July. You know, uh, uh, remember when it was, was it the Buffalo chip up in uh, Sturgis? Yeah, Sturgis. Yeah. Okay. And it burned down, right? Yep. Okay. But the cabins, and, and they can be what, eight by 10? Really? Oh, tiny. Yeah. yeah. They don't have to be big deal because you don't expect them to stay in the cabin. <laughs> yeah. It's just to sleep <laughs> and yeah. maybe eat or whatever, but yeah. Pass out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, RV hookups, or is it just all primitive, just. Well, 
It's, it's all primitive right now. Okay. We have one RV hookup. We have the military coming in doing some training with us, and they they needed a uh, they needed a two twenty volt hookup so they could run a generator and run sure. uh, their welding equipment stuff like that. I understand how that goes. But North Carolina is a real weird state. It's uh, in order to do certain things. Let's say let's say for a primitive cabin. Let's say it's got to be primitive. If you run electricity to it, you got to have water and sewage and all that stuff to it. Just for the simple fact of that's how they've got it wrote up with the code. Seriously, so it's made it real hard. Oh yeah, it's made it huh. real hard for us to uh, to do anything like that. That's why we only have one electric hookup. Because if you do RV hookups. You have to have a dump station. You have to have water to it. Now, seriously, that was a ton of money. Oh yeah, we don't we don't have that here. I mean, in Iowa, my you know Tony Wink owns a track that that I race at and I'm a part of, and you and know, you're a huge part of it. By the way, well, I wouldn't say I'm a huge part. of it. My wife's a bigger part of it than I am. And she but, is. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we, I mean, we got electric hookups out there. We don't have any dump or or I mean, we have places for people to get water if they need it but other than that hey you're either gonna have to carry it out it's what they call a spigot yeah. station right? yeah yeah i mean you're not you're not dumping anything there uh yeah north, north carolina is a real strict state on that like it's we've got bridges over every single creek we have on the property is that right yeah have to have to do it north carolina is considered a clean water state so uh no riding in wetlands no riding in marshes they're riding across the creeks. They Whoa. what they're not wanting to do is they're they're not wanting to turn uh, turning the sediment up in the creek so it gets carried downstream. They're 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 extremely particular about it. Huh? That's we've, you we've know done everything by the book. And that's fantastic. And and congratulations to you guys on being able to pull it off and get it done. And thank you. And man, I, I'm hoping that this uh, your uh, battle of the goats extreme enduro because not not just as it what sounds like a really good tough race but the name's pretty cool too right i mean yeah yeah thank you yeah yeah i mean it, it's kind of catchy but uh I, I never heard of those kind of rules i mean most uh most every gnc c race or sprint enduro or and any of, of that it's rural yeah it's rural but they'll run through creeks all the time yeah and, that, and it's it's weird because I guess maybe since we're open all the time, and oh, maybe. first started open up, and my my dad's always been the one to do it by the book, do it right the first time, which is it's a good way to live. Saves you hassle in the long run. The way to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're there for the long run. Uh, you know, been there since two thousand and two. That's that's better than a lot of parks can say because I see them open and close all the time. Um, we're here, man. You know, we're not going anywhere unless the only reason we'll go somewhere is if we're in the lottery and we want to say, hey. Let's take a break because we work six days a week. Yeah, I understand how that works too. Uh, yeah. What What do you do for fun? Oh, well, when I'm not working, yep. is, is, I, I like to ride my dirt bike. Unfortunately, I wrecked back in January riding a, a pro line that I put in for the Battle of the Goats race, and I took a really nasty uh, crash. Nothing's broken, but I found out about five weeks ago that I have a torn ligament. I, I get put under the knife on Friday to correct that. And the ligament is where? It is a scaphoid lunate ligament in my left-hand wrist. Ew. Isn't that similar to what... It's the two little yeah. tiny bones. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like what Tony's deal. Yeah. And you got to have it looked at right away, otherwise it's going to be ruined for life. And unfortunately, I waited about 10 months, but I raised a Tennessee <laughs> knockout on it. 
And uh, <laughs> seriously, you you raced oh, yeah. the Tennessee knockout, no issue. Did you have no, it taped I had up? A brace on. Oh, you no, d- I just, you did. I, just had, I had an EVS riding brace on, and it gotcha. seemed to help. But uh, man, when you, when you open up a place of business for pleasure, mm-hmm. your pleasure's gone. <laughs> I love to ride, man. If I could get away and ride every single day, I would. I love to do it. I don't get the opportunity to. So when I was out there at Tennessee Knockout riding, mm-hmm. it was a pure, you know, hold on, finish the race, you're in survival mode. Just because I don't ride anymore, I don't have the endurance. and I, I try not to do anything too stupid, which I can't ever say that ever works for me. Um, but I, I just took it easy and try not to get uh, hit the ground too much. I guarantee mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me. Um, I, gotta, I, I, I really, I, I, you talk about clean water initiative, um, the, the, the creeks and streams that run through the property, what color is the water? Oh, they're, they're clear. They're like a clear, clear screen. And you have fish um, in them? No, they're, they're very, actually all the head, all the headwaters, uh, for that area start on our property. Is that Got right? Some little minnows and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you we dammed have, up any uh, of the creeks? No. Again, we, we've, we've kind of dug out a, a, a small hole in the creek so we can run an irrigation on our motocross track. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Ah. So, that, that's about it, yeah. So maybe you need a water crossing. It, it'd be interesting. <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to <laughs> throw a nice, nice log or two out there for a jump. Or, or how about this? Get one of those giant culverts. Tony's uh, got a giant culvert. Yeah. yeah and, we've... and you dig underneath the stream or creek and you put you put it down in there so you literally are riding underneath the water hey, that'd be kind of cool i think so that'd be different i'd for come sure. down and help that would you be different yeah. I, I don't think i've ever heard of something like that actually that would be very cool. that would that would be neat all right you have sponsors that uh, help help you guys uh, put on the season um you know as far as far as racing sponsors go we have a few of them um Let's see here. We had, we had guys from Core Moto Graphics. Okay. Moto Graphics are up in uh, Wilkesboro. They've been doing a lot of stuff with the um, – they actually took over kind of like PG's, PG Graphics spot. A um, couple little local shops, uh, Fun Cycles and Valdez, Palmer Motorsports. They, they are a Husqvarna dealer. Um, my local uh, Village Inn Pizza. It's a big pizza parlor up here, a good buddy of mine. Sure. Um, great, great, great pizza. Great franchise. Uh, oh, he's great. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of some more here. I've been – I've been so busy, that stuff slips my mind so fast. Well, pizza uh, franchises are available through Village Inn. Call 1-800-62-PIZZA. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sauce is extra, by the way. Ready-made commercial right there. See, I could just do it on the fly. It's amazing. It's it's that it's that I'm that good. Tyler, any, anybody that helps you out with your equipment or anything? or? No, everything is, you know, we, we do everything by ourselves. You guys have your own equipment. What's the biggest piece you got? you got oh, what's the biggest a, piece you have it's a little uh it's well it's right now it's a, it's a sleeko 480 um if i remember correctly they are out of nevada and the new company's named sutter uh so it's sutter equipment but it's an actual trail dozer all the gncc guys have them i've um, seen them when we're doing our um world ch- uh, championships there uh for wrestling i i look out my window and there's acres of of heavy equipment light to heavy and it's it's yep. pretty cool to see you know those big buckets up in the air at night. Yeah, spotlights on them. It's pretty cool, dude. We are up we against the, the clock. First one. You that where you bought it? Yeah, the, we we bought the first one in 1996 that was ever made. But we're ours is a prototype. Nothing ever works on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a ringing endorsement. Yeah. 
Bud, we appreciate the time. Keep us posted on what's going on there on your property, and we'll help you promote it, okay? Hey, that sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all Thanks. Thanks, Tyler. Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Been on the air now 14, 15 years. I've uh, uh, what's his name? Tony Tight. Excuse me, Tony Wink. There's so many Tonys in my life, including my mother. But th- there's so many things to look at, um, and, and his family's having to deal with it head on. And uh, I know that you do too uh, when you're down on that track. You know, I don't know if the city or the county ever comes onto the property. Uh, I mean, I know Tony's dealt with uh, the county a, a few times. Um, we kind of got a slap on the wrist. We went underneath the bridge yeah. once and we weren't supposed to, and the county kind of got a little perturbed. But we didn't hurt anything. In fact, we went back and Tony made it better. But, uh, yeah, they weren't happy about that. But, I mean, overall, I mean, we've... You know that everything's pretty uh, pretty kosher. Is the underneath the bridge, and I know the bridge, right? Yeah. Um, underneath the bridge, are, are there cement uh, bring downs from the bridge? In other words, slanted, slanted. No, no, it's just pillars. It's just straight down. And as far as the it's surface dirt. of the floor goes, what, what is it's that? It's just dirt. Just dirt. Just dirt. Wit, dirt and weeds. Yep. Okay. So Tony's taking care of it now. Will they give him permission if he makes I, petition? You know, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, if he asks for permission and goes about it in the right the right way, they, they probably might. But uh, they might also look at us and the last time that we did that and we didn't ask for permission. And so who knows? But we'll see. Slap on the hand. And those people are changing frequently, you know, jobs. So you might get a different supervisor in there and somebody actually likes motorcycle racing, that type of thing. Uh, we should probably got them this close to election cornered him i did i i, ho- I hosted um um let's see who's uh, who's who's the uh congressman from down there grassley uh, grassley was there and i'm drawing a blank anyway um it was an interesting party and it was in van meter and a lot of it was a sold out event but um dave, david dave young david young thank you it's been a long day. I'll tell you during the break why. Stay tuned. It's Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly back after this. This is Andrew Short, and you're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's track, A-D-D-I-X.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 ProFit Advanced Ventilation Jersey and Premium Race Glove, and you have Generation Next Racewear, built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike. 
For more information, visit flyracing.com. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves. At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest to ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high-performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. The point is good. Drink Swell Vodka, proudly and carefully distilled and filtered in Iowa. Like Swell Vodka on Facebook. Find Swell at fine stores that sell spirits. This is number 40, Jason DeSalvo. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, well, we want to thank all of you for uh, spending your uh, Tuesday night with us. We know it's election night here in, in Iowa, but this is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, and we appreciate you guys listening and uh, taking your time to participate. Um, so we've we've been talking about a lot of different racing and, and a lot of different uh, forms and tonight, but I don't know. Tony, what do you think of some of the disciplines that we're, we've talked to? I, I know we were supposed to have Cooper Webb on first, but, uh, you know, that didn't happen. But we talked to Casey and, you know, this and, – and Tyler Mull, we just talked to him about some of this – some of this uh, hard enduro racing. So, I mean, what – have you been following much of this stuff at all? Or? No, actually uh – this uh <laughs> i haven't done much with anything like this for quite a while i mean the last time i was on i don't know when was that probably uh i don't know july do you remember when i was here last probably around that time yeah, yeah. I, I it just, was like right before i got married i think you were still medicated though right oh man no 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 i you backed off the junk yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever no. they gave me i didn't take yeah. any of it. 
No, I, it, it was uh, all this racing stuff. The the woods racing is just phenomenal to me. I mean, these people do stuff, go around trees, obstacles, all kinds of stuff that's and at high speeds and just get amazing results from it. It it just it shocks me to watch it. We've been we've had a lot of these guys on uh, a lot of the GNCC guys and. Uh, some of these others that you know like uh, strang or sipes and and some of these guys that are doing multiple disciplines um all within one year um the biggest thing to me that i that i can't believe has caught fire like it has is this sprint enduros um and it seems like honestly some of the the older guys like these because it's a i hurry up i go race I do my tests, I, I do all the timing stuff, and then I go back, and I hang out, and I wait for everybody else to get done, and it's, it's just one of those... Uh, seems strange, doesn't it? It Yeah, it seems strange to me, because of my mediocre motocross background, but uh, <laughs> what I like to refer to as my motocross background anyway... Um, but yeah, I mean, I I guess I don't know why you you don't give yourself much credit <laughs> because I watch you race and you're a hundred percent, thousand percent better than I am. Well, I started at thirty two and that was twelve years ago. So, uh, you know, I you're forty four, forty three, forty three. And by the way, I want to thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. You know, I've only been over as an entertainer, but you were in the heat of it, and uh, and I sure appreciate all that you've done. Uh, for our country, and I know Amen. I know our listeners do as well. Um, it's election night, um, mm-hmm. and the, the polls close in an hour and five minutes. Um, I'm not sure if there's going to be a red wave, a blue wave, or a red, white, and blue wave. Should be, be red, white, and blue. Yeah, it should be red, white, and blue because regardless of party lines, everybody should vote. Oh, the, the as, number of as voters. they see as they see fit, um, because it is their right, and uh, you know that's what a lot of us who have served i mean that's one of the core principles that we're we're trying to i i shouldn't say instill in people but it's to make sure that they use those fundamental rights that that we've earned um and continue to to make sure we have um but uh you know hey i could care less about party lines i i give my family a hard time because we're on opposite ends of the spectrum uh, my aunts and uncles and my father and i but uh anyway it hey it's an election and it's important and but everybody should get out there it's divergent you know we're once the democrats supported um one one thing okay uh, border border control for example once they did but now that uh, this president and uh, and his uh, his team and uh, the folks in con- Congress uh, uh, supported it. Democrats have backed off, and now it's an evil thing. It's it, you, first of all, you can't trust a politician. Well, uh, that. Yeah, I mean, well, most of them. <laughs> there's a few that I probably would say I would trust. Did but- you see the way Chuck Grassley shepherded our new uh, uh, justice through? Uh, the just judiciary committee it was amazing he held control when it, it could have broke down with anybody else 
Yeah, and and I think uh, I think Chuck gets a lot of uh, respect. Oh yeah, a lot of mutual respect from a lot of those people. He's been at it for a long time, and and I think he's kind of a he likes to play the nice guy game. But when it comes to brass tacks, I think he's one of those that he's going to tell you how it is, and if you don't like it, he un- he understands that. Yeah. But it's hey, look, this is we're not going to play. Let's hold this out for 10 weeks or 10 months or whatever. Let's get this done and over with and not. Well, what I, I introduced David Young uh, as a candidate, okay? And I knew David Young had a, an affection for motorcycle racing, and I'm talking about dirt racing. Really? And now Chuck does too, okay? I didn't know that. So they asked me to come back, and uh, they actually talked about me from up at the podium as I sat down, and they thanked me by name. So that tells me that they know about us. David Young called me yesterday, wants to be on the show. And I said, you know, that's something we can make happen. But uh, I think these are good people. We have to find more like-minded people that will agree with not only protecting our, our, our land to ride, right? Yeah. But advancing the cause. You agree? I, I do agree. And it seems like, um, and I watched a show and I, I can't remember what the show was, but it was, uh, I think some hunting show, but they were talking to the Utah, uh, governor and, and he was very, very, uh, old minded. And he's like, I'm only going to do this for one or two terms and I'm done. But he's like, I enjoy riding. I enjoy getting out there on my ATV or, or my side by side. And, and, and I think some of these guys around here that probably did that growing up, they don't really ever talk about that at all and they should because the today's youth i think they get stuck behind a screen too much amen jack we have a special segment coming up tell us who's on that special segment if you would please sir uh josh hayes nice Ooh. Uh oh boy i wish we could get melissa paris back on but she's just had a baby right didn't melissa just have a baby i think she did she actually was quintuplets quintuplets i think no, I'm just kidding. That seems like a wow. lot. <laughs> that would be a lot. Bring your own fans. All right, Stay fantastic. Tuned. Top of the hour coming up. We'll go to hour number two after that. You're listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show. It's Pit Pass. Hey, everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions, and it's now available in a new force model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new slow rebound tacky compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the tacky tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber.
Pass Radio, America's weekly motorcycle talk show. I got me a date with some of the motocrosses up around the way. Your source for weekly updates on what's happening in the world of motorcycle racing. You know how fast you're going? Industry news, trends, the people involved. I'm Ricky Carmichael. This is Kevin Schwartz. This is Josh Timoth. This is Kelly Smith. This is Travis Latron. This is Jeremy McGrath. And now, Pit Pass Radio. Hello again, everybody. It is Pit Pass, hour number two of the big program as we roll on. And we can roll on two wheels or four wheels now with side-by-sides, and a lot of folks are buying those up at dealerships, including yeah. our good friends at Wiseco, Wiseco Power Sports out in Grimes, Iowa. Uh, we like those guys, and and they H- love their H- customers. Hicklin Power Sports. What did I say, Wiseco? Yeah. I'm sorry. But Wiseco makes a lot a, of parts. A, a fantastic amount of parts. Yeah. Our own Tony Wink works for Wiseco. Uh, they carry a full line of forged pistons, clutch baskets. It's what I use uh, for ATVs, snowmobiles, you name it. They've got it. What about Sea Dew? Yeah, that's a uh, personal watercraft. That, okay, I just was they asking. Got that. I just want to make sure I named the brand because <laughs> that's how we earn our money. But uh, you can see the friendly staff and all that's going on there, including the new haircut department. They have two barbers yep. at the uh, uh, at the shop at the dealership, yep. and and they are busy. Garage gals. That's what they're called. What? Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a hot concept. And you can call it and get your appointment, which we encourage you to do because uh, they get very, very busy. And you'll want to make sure that – and they do a great job, by the way. It's they use not, 1040. Huh? They use 1040. 1040. You bet yeah, they do. Yeah. Hey, you can get 2050 if you really <laughs> need it. Wow. All right. So you want to tell everybody who's on this hour? All right. So next up, uh, waiting in the wings, Chris Parrish, uh, multi-time we're a champion. And then after that, uh, we've got Jason Mid- Medema, Medema, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Twins uh, finished second in the Twins this year, uh, Twins Cup Championship. So we'll be talking to him. But uh, first up, looks like we got Chris on the line. Chris, how are you? Chris, What's up, guys, man, I'm doing good. I, I I didn't get a haircut, but I use a little bit of uh, you know five thirty in my hair. Five <laughs> thirty? Uh, That's kind of and, and to 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 clear you guys from my buddy. It's Jason Madama. 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 Sorry. Well, but, uh, but, we apologize. Man, man, I'm doing good. I'm not as fat as Robbie Bobby, uh, but I'm I'm feeling pretty grown and sexy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you a question about 530. Is that more of a winter weight uh, hair product? Uh, probably so. I mean, it stands out pretty good. I, you know, I probably should use some zero weight. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking zero weight, but the viscosity difference. What well, I mean, I just I might run. I'm just more of a fifteen forty guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and give it our you sister know. station, ten forty. You use a zero weight. You don't have to smear it in your hands that much. You know, it out. What's the most common um, uh, weight for a motorcycle engine? Is and is it different for every brand? I know Yamaha uh, has Yamaha. No, ten. Nah, it's kind of. Since the everything's gone to water cooling, I'm yeah. old school man. When uh, water coolings come online, the the viscosities have come down, so that's okay. Ten forty seems pretty tip- prototypical yep. anymore. Chris, uh, why do you think that is? Why why is the viscosity uh, rate it's come easier down? to get rid of heat, and it's more consistent. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not an engine builder, so honestly, I don't know. But. <laughs> Honestly, I'm trying to sell like a you know an old Nissan pickup truck, but if I put twenty weight in it, the valve doesn't clack as much. You know when you start it up. You can also add just yeah. a little bit of sawdust. I use. That's yeah. right. It helps it sell better. Yeah, Chris. Chris, I, we used to sell this. It was called Kindle, 
uh, back when I worked for Jocko's years and years ago as Kindle Motor Oil. Remember it well. Yeah, and we, I used to use 30-weight Kindle. Straight 30. Straight 30-weight Kindle in my off-road truck. Okay. And that's all I would use all the time. How often did you have to change oil? Well, that Never. I would... Well, <laughs> you know what? Just added to yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, that, that was really good oil, and, and it worked really great, but I did... In my off-road truck, it did get a little bit of abuse, so I would change it probably like twice a year, maybe. <laughs> wow, that often. Yeah. I can see that know. happening, yeah. Yeah. My cars are all brand new, and what we do is uh, we leave these systems sealed, and it's good for <laughs> you know, eight, ten thousand miles. And then you can ride around with it, because well, it's a lease, you can ride no, around with it. You're making my ears hurt, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up in my dad's gas station, and, the, and we, we sold Skelly oil. Okay, uh, it was a brand out of um, out of uh, uh, Tulsa, Bill Scully's company, and and Dad's gas station was the Scully gas station, and he also sold uh, pen pen uh, pen oil. Pennzoil. Pennzoil. Pardon me. And then uh, if, if, that's from if, Pennsylvania. If yeah. That, if that didn't work for you, and who would have thought they'd be drawing oil out of Pennsylvania? I don't know what still? it is, but it's in a yellow jug. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Somebody posted. Remember the old spout you had to stick in the yeah. metal can? The, yeah. Uh, somebody I remember posted those. one that uh, on on Facebook. This is Phil, by the way, Chris. Um, the they posted on Facebook just laying down said. Who can remember what this is? You know, type in yes or no or whatever. Yeah. And uh, most people got it wrong. Only got cut a couple times with one of those. That's all. Oh, right. buddy, they were sharp. Oh man. Yeah, I, I can remember using those a little bit. Chris, uh, let's talk about this year and <laughs> the let's let's <laughs> no! switch gears. Yes, let's switch gears here. Let, let's let's talk Are about we going some up racing. Or down? No, we're gonna we're gonna go up. Okay. Because I I think we're already down oh, at the bottom. Go. Oh, fishing. Yeah. So, the inaugural Twins Cup. Let's talk about that. Uh, man, uh, honestly, I just don't know where to start. How about at the beginning? You know, you know honestly, Wherever you want to. All of us Twins guys, we're all a bunch of club racers. When this class came about, we uh, uh, had an idea just to keep doing what we're doing and to introduce ourselves into the premier, you know, you know, American motorcycle, you know, racing association with Moto America and AMA. We just kind of did what we knew what to do and to go racing. So we just prepped ourselves and our motorcycles to go and race. Um, there was nothing special, nothing, anything different. We tried to make ourselves look good and make our motorcycle motorcycles look good. And, uh, we just went racing. There was nothing special. Nothing I special. Uh, I don't know about I nothing special. I, you know, I don't know of anything else that we could do different what we've done with club racing. Uh, but the good thing is, towards the end of the season, when they started, Moto America started to broadcast our races on uh, on their Facebook page, we were getting the most views we weren't getting as many as stock 1000 because we understand that that's a feeder class into the, uh, 1000 superbike class. But, uh, we were getting like the most views, uh, of our races, you know, through the whole series and stuff. And it's, and it's, it's just overwhelming how many people are watching us to, to race these, uh, bikes that we create in our garages and stuff. Are you, 
are you are you get, getting better sponsors or more sponsorship than uh, you were before prior to it being? Uh, we are. We actually are. We, we're getting a whole lot more recognition uh, through uh, the views and through Moto America and through social media. That that I actually have a a few people that are interested in sponsoring me this year. So hopefully, we will get more money to coming in to to make things easier through the season for us. Chris, uh, Moto America has been pretty big this year. Um, we know last year that was they were just kind of seemed like they were hitting their stride and things were kind of coming together for them. But this year it seems like stuff has really taken off. Do you think that partnering with Moto America kind of and how this all came together for you guys is really taken off for you and everybody that's racing this, the twins cup? Well, I want to say that, that Moto America has, um, I'm going to give them credit for hiring people to, to actually um, get into the social media aspect of things, to bring in viewers, to so bring in like, followers and all that stuff, which also it brought in our class at the same time. So it's just helping us in general to be a part of Moto America and be a part of their viewers, if that makes sense. So it's as a whole, it's good for, for all of us. You know, I mean, look at Josh Heron. The dude has brought in like a lot of people to to view not only him, but Moto America. And at the same time, those people are viewing us. And even though we're a bunch of club racers to race this class, we're making it bigger and we're making everything better. Well, that's, mean, that's where the future stars come from, right? From and it's club, club racing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because it's, it's just a part of the future. It's part of right now, um, you know, social media and stuff. And, and, uh, and you know, all of us in the Twins class were especially me in general and Jason and I, you know, Andy Palmer and Mike, and there's a lot of people that's putting ourselves on social media that we've never done before, just as so we can get ourselves out there to be exposed. And it's helping out to bring sponsors in, to bring money in and bring everything in. Well, before it would take about 10 years to get that one year of exposure that you desperately need in order to make, to make well, exactly, you know, you're calling magazines and you're begging to get onto a page and you're paying a lot of money and stuff. But this way, it's so much easier and you're, we're getting so much more exposure. Well, that's what we, that's how we think of what we do is that we like to participate in that manner as well because we know that most racers do not make a lot of money, if any, right? And uh, most of us started in motorcycle racing or riding wasn't to make money. But eventually it has become, that was the point, or that is the point, and important because it has become that expensive, okay? The price on fuel, what's a can of gas cut? A can Uh, of race fuel? 55 bucks. Oh, man. Minimum. Yeah, it can be anywhere up to a couple hundred. It depends on what you're buying. And for what purpose, right? Right. Exactly. Well, the the Apex stuff that we're running this year... On the twin class, we average about sixty-five, seventy bucks a weekend. I can only imagine what it is for a superbike team. Right. So, I mean, it's pretty considerable. It's like they open up a pet cop valve and, and the <laughs> yeah. gas just drains out. <laughs> yeah. We're How t- long have you been doing this, Chris? Me <laughs> uh, in general, I've been doing it for this is uh, fifteen years for me. Uh, Thirteen years on the on the uh, SV running the twins class. That was uh, a long time. 
Oh yeah. What are the biggest changes you've seen in your career, uh, or during your during your career? I should say. I know it's not over yet, but uh, compare and contrast if you would. Biggest changes as far as like the lightweight racing. Yeah. Um, you know, the only thing I can I can fear of change is the strategy of engine uh, reliability. You know, the SV in general was introduced back in 1999 from 99 to That engine came from overseas, and it was, like, not, you know, developed. So the guys, you know, they developed that one. And then when it came out in 03, it came out with a new engine that wasn't developed. So from now to 2018 that the motorcycle is out, that certain engine has been developed. But it has developed to a point where it has become reliable. So it's kind of like and a Buell. I guess, yes, exactly. Take, taking a little time, it sounds like. Um, but durability-wise, once you guys get your hands on it, I mean, are you guys stripping this down and, and new valves, everything else, internals? Or are you guys, I mean, pretty much just running it how it is or slapping a new piston in and going or... Uh, no, the main thing with the SV engine is uh, durability of the crank. The crank is the weakest point of that SV engine, so you have to figure out a way to to put power in that engine without stressing the crank and breaking it. And out of all the people, Mr. Mike Cockless has figured it out, and the dude knows how to make an engine to be reliable all season long. Like my engine... He built that thing at the beginning of the season, and it lasted. It lasted more than half a season, and I couldn't tell you the amount of hours it was on that engine, and it stayed strong. What do you get? What do you guys do for maintenance-wise on those motors? Are you guys stripping them down after every so many races and rebuilding them, or you pretty much no, just? No, sir. The only thing we're doing is change the oil in that engine. And uh, I did Clutches? one refresh of my engine this year. And that engine looked perfect. And all the thing we did was put rings and bearings in that thing and put it back together. Seriously? Yes. Sometimes I think we treat the bikes uh, just a little too carefully. You know what I mean? <laughs> we baby them along. No way. I do my bike at home. Well. You know I do. I know one guy that doesn't. Who that now? Tony? Oh, geez. He rough on his stuff. T TW is rough on his his equipment. He DJ? should. Yeah. T Tony Wink. He's our... Uh, our friend who's not here this weekend, he's down in Baja riding. But uh, that kid, so he, so Chris, quickly, he grew up racing uh, motocross. He had people that helped him take care of his stuff. So And they quit. <laughs> <laughs> and as he got older, now he's in his 40s, he's kind of learning how to take care of his stuff. But uh, it doesn't always happen that way. And sometimes his friends... <laughs> <laughs> to include me once in a while we'll take care of his stuff for him and help him out but that's amazing that you were able to get that many hours and that much usage out of that motor with only doing simple simple maintenance yeah yeah i no, can't exactly. believe it no it it really it it comes back to you know trial and error and mike has figured it out the dude has been working on the engine uh more than 10 years you know I don't know exactly, and I don't know the timeline, but the, the, he has figured it out. 
and he knows exactly what to do. And when you ask him to build an engine, he suggests what you need instead of, like, building what you might want, if that makes sense. He's no, pr- it makes perfect sense. And he's probably using, like, 530 <laughs> Slick 50. <laughs> slick 50. Okay. Nice. Do you, I haven't thought about that in a while. Do, do you... Do you, you f- know, you Once f- figured out enough, like when you go get your tires put on at Dunlop, they're they're using hairspray to, to keep the bead from spinning on the rim, right? That works. Yeah, I you know that's weird. I've never, I haven't tried it, but I've heard of them doing it. You use hairspray on a on a, on a rim to keep the bead from spinning. It, get, it gets sticky, right? Yeah, and then my, my rear my rear left wheel on on my John Deere, and you know you know the track yeah, went flat. Yeah, it, it came off. Yeah. Okay, and I called up uh, Beaver Mower, and they said, "Yeah, we'll come get it." So they came over and got it, brought it back yesterday, forty bucks. Have hairspray on it? No, nope. Yes, it actually <laughs> did. It, it's weird that you bring that up because I talked to the owner, <laughs> Scott. What's that? That hairspray in the purple can, the Aussie stuff. What's that? Uh, Aquanet or Aussie? Uh, yeah, Aquanet. That's exactly yeah, that's it. Well, there is there's an Aussie brand they, too. They make their own stickers to put around the Aquanet can. <laughs> there you go. It's genius. That used to be against the law. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess you can do whatever you want nowadays. Whoa. So, Chris, what do you what do you think uh, sophomore season has in in store for you guys? The sophomore season, as you put it, uh, 2019, is not going to change. Everything is going to go exactly the same. Mike's building the engines. We have a couple more people that's going to help out. I even have uh, uh, Suzuki and Yoshimura on our side that's going to help us out. Have, uh, a little bit of factory? Things. A little bit of factory support? Maybe have a little bit of factory support. It's like you buy a cake and then you take it home and you get to ice it. Huh? Oh, well, <laughs> hey, good, sometimes it's just cutting you a break on some parts or handing you some parts here and there and you get to put them on but That's hey right. so factory support is in any way shape or form is is a great thing and uh i'm excited for you guys what about suspension what are you guys uh, using for suspension uh suspension uh we use the k-tech stuff uh on mine and and uh, fast bike industries is uh, going to be on board uh, as long uh as well as uh, Baseline Motorsports, all those guys are, are uh, together and they work together. Uh, VL2 Leathers, um, still working with Shoei Helmets, Red Fox Racing, TCX Boots. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm working on uh, a set of triples custom made for the bike. Um, Matt Spicer is doing that stuff. Uh, when you say triples, you're, you're triple clamps. Triple clamps, yeah. Triple clamps, yeah. Well, we're, we're working on a. Um, see, the, the new. SV650 is, um, the third gen is one inch longer than the uh, second gen, so we need to figure out, like, a different rake on the uh, the forks to get the bike shorter, which is going to be a, a different rake and stuff. So that's what we're working on with that. So uh, anti-wheelie control? <laughs> well, you know the SV is the power. <laughs> 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 snatch a wheelie. Unless you T- and and Tony Tice would know. I oh, mean, he's... <laughs> Tugging on it. It's he's like he's a been around soup with crackers. Yeah, he's been around a, a few days, um, and then Tony's built some some engines too, so he yeah. he gets it. But uh, so a different rake is obviously that changes the geometry of the bike, but that's going to change your suspension too, won't it? Or or not? And when do you guys get? Are you guys already testing or for next year already? Or 
Um, hopefully it'll be in testing um, here in December if we go down to uh, Roebling um, to uh, to get the, the different rake. And uh, we're also testing tires with Dunlop, the new softer compound. They were um, they were really great or uh, really nice enough to to get me down there to do the testing at Barber after the Barber round for all that stuff. For and essentially all the thing it's going to be is just softer tires that's available to. Um, the 600, 1,000 guys that they didn't offer us through the season, uh, and it's gonna and and the tires are so much better. What I'll say that. What can't you change? That's a good question. Uh, what what can't we change is uh, we can't really change anything on the frame. We can't change uh, the swing arm. So and, the need uh, need for forks or different triple clamps is right there. Then I was trying to figure you can out why. The front end, yes, yes. You, you you cannot change the gas thing. Chris, uh, we are out of time, and we appreciate you joining us. And best of luck to best of continued good luck to you guys, uh, you and the entire squad. Okay. Okay, I want to send a shout out to uh, Beth that's listening, Travis and Mike. You guys have been great all year long. Even Keith, thanks guys, man. I really appreciate it. How kind of that. That's a, that's a classy motorcyclist right there. He's gonna that's like for it. sure. Classy racer. All right, stay tuned. More pit pass around the corner. This is Scott Casper for Roman Avila, and uh, our good friend Tony Tice has agreed to come in. And t- it, it takes one Tony Tice to fill in for PJ and Tony Wing. How about that? Stay tuned. Uh, no. Back after this. What's up? This is Brian Deegan, the General of the Metal Militia. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. That's what's up. Hey everybody, it's Scott Casper from Pit Pass Radio. V-Rubber offers a whole range of performance motocross and off-road tires, starting with the VRM229 for hard-packed supercross settings and the VRM300. It's designed for intermediate soil conditions. The most popular tire is the VRM140. It's designed for soft to intermediate environments. All knob tires are available in the most popular motocross and off-road sizes as well. The VRM308R Trials is the perfect choice for real technical conditions and it's now available in a new force model for racing or recreation riding big four strokes. The newest addition is the V-Line Do-All VRM340, a heavy-duty off-road tire that is DOT approved. Most of the tires are available in the new Slow Rebound Tacky Compound for extremely technical environments. It's V-Rubber and the Tacky Tires, the choice of Sherco off-road. Racers say when using a Tacky, it's almost like cheating. It's V-Rubber. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with track addicts track days it's a fact the best you've ridden is the best you know until you've ridden race tech suspension you haven't experienced the best suspension possible race tech is the science of suspension for atv and utvs motocross freestyle and stunning off-road supermoto road race sport bikes cruisers touring and vintage bikes as well as adventure riding with gold valve kits to upgrade your stock forks and shocks and our g3s custom series shocks you too can have the Race Tech Suspension Advantage, and it's all made in the USA. 
For more information about Racetech products and applications, visit our website at Racetech.com. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10, right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. If you're passionate about riding motorcycles, both off-road and on, check out the full line of Yamaha Dual Sports at Hicklin Power Sports. The Yamaha TW200 features Yamaha's famous reliability, electric start, an ultra-low seat, and comfortable fat tires, making it one of the industry's simplest-to-ride motorcycles. The Yamaha XT250 offers the same ultra-dependable, user-friendly performance, but in a more versatile, powerful, and lighter weight package. And for riders who like to take their fun off-road more than on, there's the high performance enduro-derived Yamaha WR250R, featuring long travel suspension and advanced high-end design. Whatever your budget or riding style, Yamaha has a dual sport model that's right for you. For more, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today. Then visit Hicklin Power Sports and Grimes to see the new 2017 models from Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Don't wait another minute for that new dream home you've always wanted. I'm Tony Wink for Jack Daly on Construction. For 66 years, the DeLeon family has been building custom homes, existing home remodeling, and adding on for customers across central Iowa. The DeLeons will offer you one-on-one attention that the big builders simply can't. They'll walk you through the process so you'll get the home that you want. Jack works well with your plans or can show you from his library of over 1,200 house plans and make your dreams a reality. Call the DeLeons at 515-321-5225. Tell them you heard about them on Pit Pass Radio and receive 5% off the price. Jack DeLeon Construction. Serving Iowa since 1946. This is Jeff Gibson. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, it's a political night in the USA as we go across the uh, the country. You'll be able to listen to the results and interviews and great coverage, as always, by the 50,000-watt blowtorch. And that is, of course, our sister station, and it's a mighty one. It's been around for so long. And that's WHO News Radio uh, 1040 WHO. Did you know that Ronald Reagan was the uh, the sports director there at WHO? He handed it off to Jim Zobel. Jim Zobel held on to it for almost a thousand years. It was just shy. almost, yeah. Just, but uh, he was well, my buddy. He was really good since before electricity, even. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I got to, uh, then Mike Newell got to do some. I did, and trying to think who some of the other guys were. But Jack ran the board, and still does in many cases for so many shows. But Jack, you've seen the political coverage uh, really not change that much. It's about the same type of coverage every year. It is. This, this year, I think we're going to be here later than we were. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. How many seats are open in the House, for example? Yeah. Holy cow. And right now, the last time I looked, the Democrats had gone up two seats. And, and they need and four. The, and the Republicans, pick, no, they need 23. Oh. And the Republicans had picked up, uh, had flipped two Senate seats. When you say flip, what do you mean? Uh, went from the, the Democrat to the Republican. Okay, that's a good flip. I'll put my cap on this bottle and flip it. There you go. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. We're having a little bit of fun. Uh, we had a guest that was what we call a no-show in the business, Cooper Webb. We will uh, do our best to bring him on next week or the week after, and we uh, we hope you know that uh, you know programs like this evolve uh, over the time, and we want to make sure you know that, and we care about you, and, and we want to put that out there. Evolve by the minute. But sometimes by the second. Yeah, literally. Great. All right. Uh, with the introduction of our next guest. 
So it looks like uh, he seems to be a friend of Chris Parrish's, his dude, as he referred to him. Uh, Jason Madama, right? Madama? Madama. Jason? No, Madama. Madama. Gosh, dang it. I know. Sorry, man. Sorry. Chris pulled our legs in because yeah. I think he mispronounced you can, it. Too. You yeah. can yeah. pronounce our good buddy yeah. over here. You can pronounce it Ramon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people pronounce my name really weird, my last name, so I get Avila. it. Avila. Yeah. So, Jason, let's talk about this. We just had Chris on. I don't know if you listened to any of the uh, program, but uh, first yeah, year. Even, uh, right when Chris got on. Uh, this is the first time I've ever actually heard you guys. So uh, What? Invite, by the way. Oh, no. Thank you for coming on. And it's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, sponsor reel. Let's go. Um, anyway, uh, so you listen to that conversation with Chris. Uh, what do you got to add, and, and, and how do you think this first year with Moto America went? I thought it was a blast, man. I, uh, I, I came in here kind of unexpectedly doing better than I thought. Um, I got the call from Andy about the opportunity to ride the Altus bike, and... Um, I was thrilled. I mean, it's a bunch of tracks I've never seen and a bike I've never ridden with a bunch of guys I've never ridden against. And I had an absolute blast. I mean, I, I loved the, you know, the atmosphere in Moto America is amazing. And obviously riding, um, on a premier circuit, you know, an AMA or a you know, FIM sanctioned club is awesome and getting all the publicity and all the attention is, it's really, really cool. So it was, it was a blast. I mean, I, I, you know, grew up club racing and never had all this exposure, and so it's made it made it really fun. I mean, it's been a hoot. Jason Madama, our guest. Jason, you finished three, three points, uh, three points away. You lost it by three points, but taking second is, especially in this particular class, um, difficult at best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I made a couple pretty big mistakes throughout the year, which cost me some points. And uh, at the end of the year, we had a pretty good comeback, and I thought there was a good chance. We just kind of showed up to Barber a little unprepared, and and uh, I kind of just rode crappy, and I can't really you know place the blame on anybody. It was it was a deep field, a bunch of guys uh, that have been at that track a lot, and um, I mean I had I had a great time. Not gonna not gonna you know down downplay it, but it, it, I just wasn't really ready. I kind of wish I had a little bit more time, and I I rode a couple different bikes throughout the year, and so. Being able to be on the same equipment all year would be nice so that I could have a decent setup for everything. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, you know, to finish third or second, second. sorry, by three points, right? Three. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. uh, that's a pretty phenomenal feat. And I think uh, you deserve a lot more credit than, than what you're actually trying to take yeah, here. Yeah, and, and not to mention, Tony, he rode two different bikes. That's it. Yeah, and I mean. Three, we that, rode three. Well, three. three. Sorry, three. Wow, we're really three points. It cost you a point can't for pr- every bike. Holy can't cow. pronounce your name right. <laughs> can't figure out how many bikes you rode. You sure you want to be on our show? We, we're lucky. It's a track. I understand. We, it, <laughs> but hey, but you got you got three first place finishes though. Still, you got three wins. Yeah, I mean, I hell, that's expected too, which is kind of funny. I I thought for sure I'd be better at Utah, and I. I kind of crapped the bed. Uh, we had some setup issues, and I couldn't, you know, the first FP1, my bike wouldn't even run. And so I came, I, I came to Utah expecting high hopes and left in the, <laughs> not in the back of the ambulance, but I went home covered in dirt. So That's always frustrating. Well, it's always fun 
getting all that dirt washed out, man, that's a refreshing shower. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that's what he was thinking when he was washing all the dirt off. Syndicate AP Moto Arts. Who are they to you? Uh, you know, Andy built bikes. Um, he helped me throughout the year, which is really cool. Uh, Syndicate's my team. We When we started club racing back in the day, we wanted to step up our game, so we... You know, we painted our best bikes to match, and we wanted to have a team name, and we kind of thought Syndicate was a cool-sounding name, and I never thought it would go as far as it did. I mean, that was 15 years ago. I started racing in 2003, um, and now Syndicate's kind of a well-known name throughout the motorcycle industry. There's a handful of riders that ride for my team in California and Utah and a couple other places across the country, so it's, it's, kind of, it's come a long way, man. It's pretty cool. Are you doing Are you doing T-shirts and hats and things like that? Yeah, yeah, we did all that. We did T-shirts and hats and stickers and logos. And Syndicate's kind of my graphics company too. I design uh, livery for bikes and do logos for riders. And so Syndicate's uh, not only just racing, but it's kind of my design thing too. So, so let's go for a shameless plug here, Jason. Nailed it. What, yeah. What? How do we find you? How do we? How do people that are interested in in your other business ventures? find what you do that's funny i kind of i turn down more people than i accept i am really picky about the work that i do uh, i i like to do like i said i wrap bikes i do vinyl graphics and graphic design and i really like doing more end stuff i mean i have a lot of people that ask me for number plates and and stickers for bikes and stuff which is cool and i don't mind doing it but i really prefer doing more high and stuff uh, i actually have a uh Pang Alley coming in next week that we're doing like a GP18 replica race kit on and wow. I kind of like doing more of the high end stuff you know not only is it more lucrative but I kind of had more fun doing it um, but as you know as far as like finding me I mean I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram most people know when they see my bikes I've always had pretty cool looking bikes and so people ask who did it and then I would say I did it I don't really do a whole lot of advertising like I said I'll, I'll turn down more people than I accept just because I I prefer to do more higher end stuff so you can see the brush strokes on Evil Knievel's helmets, okay? <laughs> I actually held one in my hands in, in Davenport. Is that a bad thing? Well, yeah, because I think you get a more quality finish, a uh, more uniform look with a wrap. How difficult is it to wrap a helmet or a tank, for example? It's a pain in the ass, man. I mean, you have to be able to hold it. That's one thing. So when people ask me to do graphics for bikes, sometimes they're like, oh, can I drop off the bodywork? And... Most of the time, I'll tell them no. I need the whole bike because I like to. I do most of the stuff by hand too. I don't. Um, I mean, I do digitally print some stuff, but I like to line up, you know, graphics across the bodywork while it's mounted on the bike. And you can't really wrap a helmet or a tank sitting on the ground, especially by yourself, because it's curved and it moves around. So you have to, you have to keep it, you know, steady. So I like to. I like to get the whole bike when it when it shows up. It's a lot easier. You do cars and trucks too. No. Oh. <laughs> That's a I'm a square no. body GM, man. I need a wrap. <laughs> no, man, I race motorcycles. I like doing the motorcycle thing. <laughs> I've always been. I, I, it's funny because I started wrapping my bike back in you know, 2003, 2004, uh, and it came out really, really good, and everyone was really impressed with what I did, and, and so that's how it kind of started. I People were like, damn, your bike looks really good. Uh, you want to do mine? You want to do mine? And it, it's kind of gone from there. I mean, that's not what I do for a living fully. It's just kind of more like what I do for fun. So, so 
I'm, I'm sure you, you've probably uh, uh, talked to other people in the industry, and, and they have actual graphic artists that, that are in the studio doing that work daily. Uh, how did you get your training? I actually went to college for it. I went to the Art Institute of Colorado. Um, I got an illustration degree and a graphic design degree, and I worked um, at a graphic design company for a handful of years and did a bunch of freelance design work for bigger companies. And so that's what I went to college for. And it was called what again? Uh, the Colorado Institute of Art. Isn't that the one that's at the back of the magazines where if you can draw the little baby deer and then you send it in? Oh, no. no, that's the school my <laughs> sister went to in Minneapolis, the Minneapolis School of Art and Design. Yeah. Ah. I think that's exactly what it was. Hmm. Yeah. The art institutes are all across the country. I know there's a handful of them all across the country, Texas and California and Arizona and Colorado has one. So. Well, Apparently Minnesota, too. We're, we're going to blame Cooper Webb for making us run late <laughs> to the break. Sure. So, Jason, um, real quick, sponsor role. It's important to you. We're going to hit that break. What was that? Again? If you got a sponsor role, you can read off. We've got to go to break. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. I mean, I'd really like to thank Brent, Le Brent Legrand. She, uh, Conquest CBD, that was my big financial sponsor this year. They fit the bill for a lot of the stuff that we did. Uh, Scorpion Helmets hooked me up with helmets all year. I smashed a couple of them, so it's pretty cool of them to keep sending them to me. Uh, Jan Man Leathers, I work directly with them. I'm their designer, so I design a lot of their suits, and they gave me a handful of suits this season. Um, Spy Optics, uh, The Alter Bridal. Uh, which is our company, uh, AP Motor Arts, obviously built my bike. I'd also like to thank Altus. I mean, the first half of the season I rode for Altus, and we had a lot of fun, and they're they're really cool. And, uh, you know, like I said, I kind of I wish I would have stuck with one single motorcycle for the whole year. I think that kind of would have been a lot better than bouncing from bike to bike to bike. And I'm hoping next year I'll show up with a, a more dialed program and more, you know, confidence in the tracks I'm going to and – just a little bit more familiar with how the Moto America scene goes and all the people. And but I think next year I should be a little bit better than I did this year. So that's the plan anyways. Hey, uh, real quick, Jason, we, I talked to, uh, Chris a little bit off air. Um, he's got a lot of things coming up at, you know, over the winter time, hopefully we can hook up again. Uh, maybe the beginning of the year and, uh, bring some light to your new program. Yeah, for sure. Planning on testing in Chuck Wall in January. Um, in the process of building a new bike right now. Uh, it's not very far along. I'm still waiting for a bunch of parts, so hopefully they all come together and we can get it uh, together by January so I can go test out CDMA and get my chassis and setup dialed and come back next year stronger than I did this year. So We're going to take it to break. Jason, thanks again. Best to everybody in your camp. We'll look forward to having you on. Yeah, thanks for the invite, guys. See you soon. For uh, uh, for Roman Avila, for Tony Tice, thank you for coming in. It's always good to see you. Glad you're up and walking around and back in the shop, changing on some brakes today. Good job out of you. Uh, just bleed them. I'll bleed them. <laughs> That's what happens when you leave. They get too much blood. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back after this. This is Pit Pass. Hey, this is Jake Holden. Watch out for the Jakeosaurus, number 59. It's much more than a piston company. Wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products, including forged pistons, precision forged clutch baskets and hubs, crankshafts, camshafts, forged connecting rods and valves, 
At Wiseco, we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, personal watercraft, outboard marine engine, or automobile on the market today. After 70 years in the business, Wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high-quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals. Wiseco. America's Motor Racing Talk Show, Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, comes your way each Sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. This is 1460 KXNO. Passionate about riding motorcycles off-road and on? Well, visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa and see the full line of 2017 Yamaha Dual Sports. From the simple-to-ride electric start TW200 to the nimble, lightweight XT250 to the racing-derived performance of the WR250R, Yamaha has your ride. Visit Hickam Power Sports in Grimes, Iowa today. Yamaha, the first name in dual sports. Hickam Power Sports in Grimes. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, long Long sleeves, long pants, gloves, and boots. Don't drink and ride. It's illegal and dangerous. Hey, this is Mike Lessie. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, it's playoff time in Major League Baseball. And uh, right now, if you're listening on a Tuesday night, Colorado and Chicago uh, are competing. And this is the NL Central, correct? NL Central? Yeah, and one uh, zero wild right card now. playoff. That's they a, both are they're playing for the opportunity to be the NL wild card. But it's a one. It's it's, it's a, a one, one and done. One and done. Yes, absolutely. The Cubs had a one and done against Milwaukee last night for the division. <sighs> they lost that. Now they're playing for their hopes to be in the playoffs. And if and if they win this, then they go back and they're going to play. The very same Brewers. Brewers. I hate Brewers I, I, again. I hate Milwaukee. I always have. Has nothing to do with Har- Harley Davidson being I'm, built there. I've never been a big fan of Milwaukee either. No, just, no. But. India? Tell about India. I just tuned in. I heard something about where Harley Davidsons are built. Oh well, no, no, no! They're making. They're going to make a bunch in Europe. Oh, but geez. you know what? They may be reeling that. We idea don't want back their sponsorship in. money anyway. Yeah, well, that was never an option. Bingo. That's <laughs> something that comes around with that. What? Is, what we is were it sponsored that? by Buell, and look what happened. Oh, Thanks. Yeah. Pick a winner. <laughs> now, what is it? What's the orbital thing that they have? Victory in their, up next. That their engine. <laughs> that their engine produces that. Specific They're Harley sound. Gone. Potatoes. <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah, they, they tried to patent it back in the day. They did patent it. They did. They succeeded. Yeah. They, they su- succeeded. And who was the company that was trying desperately to uh, Terrible. to steal that, that sound? Well, every V-twin manufacturer. That'd be every Japanese company and... Every, everybody who makes a V-twin. I just come looks, up with one that sounded like tomato, tomato. Or tomato, tomato. <laughs> potato, potato. Asparagus. You say potato, we're saying potato. The Ducati's the only <laughs> V-twin maker uh, that isn't trying to copy him. Welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. And what won't we talk about? Well, we invite you to stay tuned for the next 25 minutes. We'll prove it out. Tony, let's go back to uh, our guest list. Okay, our guest now is Chad Lewin, who has uh, finished in the 2018 Moto America Stock 1000 season in third place overall, despite... Not even uh, joining the series until I think round four. Utah? Yeah, he gave him a three. He gave him a three race head start. Yeah, so he joins us now, Chad. I, I don't believe we've had Chad on the show before. Chad, welcome to Pit Pass. Hey, no, thanks for having me, guys. Really, really excited and honored. Team Lewin Estates, Yamaha. What is Lewin Estates? Uh, team Lewin Estates is my real estate team. So I'm a realtor. You know, I'm I I, I kind of retired from racing entirely, and my friends Jason Pridmore and Wes Farnsworth got me back into it. Uh, so Team Luna Estates is a, it's a team of realtors. We're at John Hart Real Estate. 
And, uh, you know, we service the whole Southern California area, but I can also help people nationwide locating good realtors to, to help them out and is it, you know, not, uh, not work with anybody shady, possibly. <laughs> is it commercial or, or residential or any kind of real estate? Any type of uh, any type of real estate, but you know we, we specialize in residential investing, uh, investing rentals, multi units, apartment buildings, houses. Uh, you know we can help with anything, but mainly residential. Is Johnny Rock Page anywhere near your in, involved in your business, Chad? I don't have anything. Uh, I'm not a fan of the guy. <laughs> well, who is? I mean, come on! I like I oh, still one JRP. Hey, I think would be the one fan. With him? It's terrifying. <laughs> oh yeah, on the track. Yeah, so I've, good, I've heard though. that from a few people. I uh. still get. I, I I just today, Chad. I was checking my spam folder in my email, and something came through from Johnny Rock Page, and I I, I don't know if it's like a, a virus in my phone because I I have said you will want to be careful or something, but I think it's awesome. You might want to get tested if you open. <laughs> oh God! And your opinion oh, is wow. so similar oh. to like everyone's. So that's interesting. You're you're a realtor who's attempted to retire, and yeah. clearly you're failing, Chad. You, like we said, uh, gave the the whole uh, the whole competitive field of the super stock class a three race head start, and then you went ahead and uh, just back jumped in. on them in round your first round there at round four. You went uh, went ahead and and won it all. Um, you got any connections with Jeff May? He's another uh, very fast racer who's. Not coincidentally, uh, does mortgage banking. So you get the properties, and Jeff May can line up the loan. The financing. It's sure. the fastest yeah, team in the world. Jeff and I. Jeff and I actually just worked a deal recently with uh, one of the Flash Team people, Chris Cardell. Not surprised. That's, that is awesome. I was the realtor, and, and Jeff did the loan. So I guess we got the world's fastest realtor and the world's fastest lender working together. That, <laughs> that, world is, that is awesome. I was wearing my. I have a signed Jeff May shirt. I hadn't seen him in a while, and I had never worn it. I wore it to Barbara this weekend hoping I would run into him and I just didn't have enough time thanks to our tow vehicle troubles but uh, that was a great weekend Uh, you looked good you know he looked real good out there too did you enjoy the weekend yeah I mean uh, I I had so much fun racing again being away from it for three years and in the position I was in at the time when I got hurt it's uh, it's still kind of surreal and like look I'm looking at my mantle with my Moto America trophies and I worked you know, 20 years towards them, and I had to retire in three years off to get one. So. Listen, there's no reason to brag, okay? Um, just because you have a mantle. Some of us... <laughs> I wish I had a mantle. It's a small one. <laughs> I've got a small one, too. Well, let me hook you up with a great realtor. We'll get you a bigger mantle. Mantle yeah. we're talking okay. about, Tony. Wait till you hear my plug at the end of the show before I get off. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Hey, was it your plan to race the whole season, after, at, like jumping in around four, or did the, did the win... Hey, Utah inspire you to run the rest of the series. Uh, that definitely sparked part of it. It was not expected. I, I thought I was going to be like fifth to tenth place, and you know, just uh, getting smoked. And then, you know, after when, Tra- when Travis Wyman passed me, you know, halfway through the race, and I lost a little ground, and then I was able to catch right back up. That's kind of when I realized I was like, I think I can win. And then, you know, I ended up winning. And then, you know, Pridmore was calling me every day. He's like, "You're racing Sonoma. You're doing the rest of the series." And I was fighting it. I'm like, "No, no," and I wanted to so bad. And, uh, you know, I, I talked to my real estate team, and we got it all worked out so the business could keep going while I was gone. And, you know, it was because of them, you know, Rich, uh, everyone on my real estate team, Richard Hall, the whole John Hart crew, Laura Carballo, Lauren, Andrew. Um, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So I got I to gotta thank them first. So, no, it was, it was never the plan to finish out the series. 
So that's all it takes. You just get past and you say, oh, no, you didn't. Didn't. And then next thing you know, you're a full-time racer again. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I should thank Travis because if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't have lit a fire up under my belt. <laughs> Which tracks did you race, if any, in the Moto America 2018 calendar before this year? Um, I had been to Utah, so I knew Utah well. Um, that was probably the most well-known track I had. And then uh, Pittsburgh was new to me, had to learn that. Sonoma I had been to once and just did one practice session like 10 years ago. So I didn't know Sonoma. Um, and then Jersey I had been to in 2014 or 15 it was, but it was raining. So I guess that worked out because it was raining for our weekend. And then Barber I last went to in 2006 or seven, So I, I couldn't really remember that. I had to relearn it as well. Yeah, Barber's a technical track, but I'm sure it came back to you if you had some race laps there. So the the million dollar question is what what's this mean for next year? Is are we going to see Chad Lewin back out there? Because I got to think everyone involved, uh, at least on the Moto America side, nobody wants to see uh, our third place finisher uh, go back to retirement. Yeah, no, I'm already I'm already working on stuff. I actually have a meeting with uh, a big real estate firm to maybe spearhead the team next year. So uh, I'm definitely racing the 2019 Moto America Series in Stock 1000. That's a for sure thing. You know, what brand bike, you know, what sponsors, it's still kind of unknown. I, I believe it'll be a real estate-based team. Um, obviously, a lot of people I work with, they see how I've done a lot of cross-marketing with the racing and real estate, and I've, I've been really successful with it. So I want to try to apply that to other businesses that, that I support and work with in my business. So we're all kind of collaborating together and actually meeting tomorrow morning to go over, you know, obviously the finances are the biggest thing, but um, one way or another, I will, I will absolutely be out there for the entire Moto America series. Which is great news, Chad, and I have to think um, the powers that be at Moto America would be very appreciative and probably willing to, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine they're anything less than extremely pleased that you're bringing in outside sponsors that are not traditional motorsport Slash motorcycle specifically, uh, I mean, it's it's an untapped market, and it's uh, ironic and awesome that it took a guy who'd retired, got a real job, and then brought his real job to the racetrack to to start making that happen. Uh, I can't imagine there won't be some other people probably looking at their local realtors and or banks and talking to them about how they could cross market. Yeah, you know, it, it, I want to help grow the series. I, I'm in love with the sport. You know, it's, it's given me a lot. A lot of my friends, my success in real estate was spearheaded because of the connections I had to racing, you know, when I was when I first got started. So I, I definitely want to help grow the sport, work with Moto America. You know, they've been really helpful in, in saying anything I need to get everything moving forward. Um, and, you know, and, and I want to help other teams, too, if I can help them with kind of my strategies of how I'm helping people grow their business, regardless of results. And that's the cool thing. Mm-hmm is whether I finish in first place or 10th place, it's not going to matter with showing people how I can help them grow their business through racing because you don't need to get good results to help a sponsor. For industry sponsors, yes, it's, it's more results-based, uh, but for outside industry sponsors, if you can show them the worth and, and getting the word out and the brand out, right. that's what's going to sell product, and that's how, we can help, help, how, that's how I can help sponsors because I've learned how to leverage um, you know, social media and, you know, you can do online target marketing. So there's a lot of things I've learned with my real estate business that I can apply to the race team to help grow everybody's business. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you on at least one of the reviews on your Facebook for Team Lewin Estates. Uh, and I'm going to quote her directly. She said, so ecstatic I went with Team Lewin. 
uh, me and my cats love our new home, so I'm very grateful. So, yeah, do you, spe- I, I, you specialize in, in in single women with cats? Cat ladies? Cat ladies? I do. That's that's all I sell. To you you got to be single with cats. <laughs> you gotta so, be, Southern California is full of them, apparently. You got to be Southern California cat lady, and then Lou and the team Lou in the states is it? We're teasing, of course. Hey, I'm not just selling the house to the to the people. It's the animals, the fish. They all got to like it. Yeah, right. Well, I got to believe you're moving some material out there and and, and uh, some residential and commercial uh, real estate in in SoCal. It's it's always busy and it's and it's always. Is it a seller's market out there right now or a buyer's market? You know, it, it's really fifty fifty. It you know, houses aren't selling quite as fast as they were. You're not seeing stuff jump into escrow in you know days after on the market. You know, stuff is typically sitting a little bit more like two to four weeks, but prices are stable. Uh, the market's great. You're seeing more listings coming up. But as far as the sellers or buyers market, uh, in my opinion, I don't think it's either or. I think it's uh, it's pretty fair, fifty fifty buyers and sellers market. So in 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 automobile, motorcycles, et cetera, it's always good to be pre approved for a loan. But how do you establish what that pre approval rate is? In other words, are you good for a half a million, three hundred, three hundred thousand, seven fifty? Um, how do you establish what a, what a a potential buyer can can absolutely purchase? Yeah, I mean, you nail it. That's, that's step one. That is absolutely step one because ultimately what I don't like to do is if I show someone a house and maybe it's a little out of their budget, they may compare every house to that after the fact. And, you know, it might not be an option. And then, you know, they're just upset about the house they buy, and I, I hate that. I want everybody to be excited, screaming on the phone. So, you know, I work with someone, uh, Team Doty, and he's, he's my personal lender that I recommend and use. And He's amazing. He does my loans. Um, you know, I always try to connect everybody with him, and he's licensed in all states. And That's he cool. Work with anybody over the phone, email, you know, any which way it's uh, most convenient for the client. But yeah, definitely getting pre-approved is step one to know what you're qualified for. You know, a lot of times people are qualified for let's say a million dollars, but they're only comfortable in the six, seven hundred thousand dollar range. So it's really good to know your options, your numbers, and, and also what loan program is going to best suit you. You know, we sit down with you and really look at your whole portfolio to see what's going to be the best route for you. Because what's best for you might not be best for the next person. Team Lou and Estates on Facebook. Tony? I've got my credit score up to 480 almost. Nice. And, uh, and no, no. Wow. You just jetted right on it. No proof of. Uh, Do you remember uh, when you were at 310? No, yeah, I know. And no proof of legitimate income. I'm looking Ever. for something around the million dollar range, Chad. Mm-hmm. Um Jokingly, of course I. I don't wait want it. Sh- wait it. Like, shrimp he, under the he, bar he's there. Not helping me here. I'm live right now. Come on. He's, he's, <laughs> hey, uh, Chad, are you are you planning on staying in the stock 1000 class next year? I am. Yeah. You know, I I really want to do Superbike. It is the goal of mine um, that I, I do plan on getting to one day. But sitting down and talking with Pridmore, you know, he's he's been a big supporter of me. We're good friends for the past 10, 12 years, and. You know, I never listened to him in the past. I thought I was, but watching videos of me ride, and I realized I never listened. Wow. So now that I'm, I'm trying to be smarter since, you know, I have my career. It's not motorcycles. I just enjoy it as a hobby. So I'm letting Jason kind of help guide me to, to make the right decisions this time. Okay. So, we, uh, you know, we sat down and decided the Superbike was a little bit too big of a jump right now. Um, so I'm, I'm going to focus on super stock, and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we can be a good championship contender, at least for the year. Well, and hopefully this series continues to grow. I, I really, uh, the work that Moto America's done, it's paying off for everyone. Uh, it's The series seems healthy, and there's some new players. Unfortunately, we're hearing of maybe some players going away. I think it, 
if the if the product continues to be marketable, guys like you come out uh, on the winning end. You know, you can. Uh, I mean, write write your future. I I am surprised we're not seeing like a Josh Hayes saying, "I'm going to run a team now," or being hired, and and perhaps we will in the near future. I just think veterans of the sport, particularly ones who have a leg up already, such as yourself, Chad, on the business side of it, you're setting yourself up for be in the series as long as you want to be in in a different capacity than Ryder if you age out of it or decide you don't want to do it. Um, Better question, though. What are you doing next year? I mean, are you envisioning Big Rig? Is this going to be a full-on factory-look team effort you're going to have? It's a, it's a possibility. I'll probably know better tomorrow. Obviously, it depends on what type of funding that we get. Um, realistically, probably not. We will have definitely a nice, large trailer, a hauler, um, and have it all wrapped with team colors. Like it'll be, it'll be a proper effort, look professional with hospitality, um, you know, I want to have uh, probably local realtors in, in the area that we're going to be in for the race to talk to people and, and cool. help them, and, and they'll be associated with the, uh, the brokerage that would be sponsoring the team. So that, that's kind of some ideas I have. And then, uh, yeah, like going back to what you were saying about, you know, you know, being like a team owner and up-and-coming riders, and that's the direction I do want to go. You know, I feel like I have probably a good 10 years of, of being competitive racing motorcycles. But in those 10 years, I'd, I'd like to have a team where I can have a couple other riders and have them up and coming. So we're going to kind of focus on probably just me this year for the team and just start small. And I want to show these businesses that are investing in, in the racing that I can help grow your business through this. So it's all about you this season. Just this season. <laughs> just this season. But okay. yeah. after this, I'm hoping <laughs> I can fill them the work in racing so I can get a budget for multiple riders and help some up-and-comers that maybe don't have the opportunity Did- or the funds to to show the showcase their talent. Didn't Chris Bach retire uh, from racing to do real estate as well? I mean, he could cover yeah. the off-road arm yeah. of your race team. And then I think that let's put a whole group of realtors across the country. Um, I think it's a great idea. Hey, Chad. I love it. Sorry, go ahead. He said he loves it. Yeah. Okay. So Let's go back to Roman. So does that mean you're – Parking the Astro van and the six by twelve trailer, then. <laughs> oh no no no! Are you going to sell that on on Craigslist or what? I want to look for marketplace. It. Facebook marketplace. I, I want to buy it. <laughs> I I have nothing right now. The uh, TSC racing team was uh, transporting my bike from race to race, and they, you know, they were just a friend of Pridmore and helped me out. But that's awesome. Uh, we'll have we'll have like a double decker trailer. It'll be a, a nice proper effort for sure. It won't. Uh, be out of a pickup truck or anything. Have you we'll, seen, we'll look somewhat professional. <laughs> have you seen some of those golfers? Um, they have those b- beautiful... Uh, Women? No. Uh, beautiful... <laughs> uh, Campers, Tiger Woods. Vehicles, right? And then the the, the, the top floor, there's two floors, and mm-hmm. it actually elevates, the floor mm-hmm. elevates, and then it goes out. Yeah, they have slide-outs. Oh, my goodness yeah. sakes. I mean, how much are those things worth? A million bucks? Uh, probably pretty and close. Up. And uh, yeah, literally. And well, they're custom. They're custom built. Custom built, and and maybe they could. If if you're in the market for one, where could they start looking? Online, <laughs> or at a particular Face, de- Facebook marketplace. A t- Facebook marketplace. Particular not, dealership no, near you? Not not my dealership. We just do uh, travel trailers and toy oh. haulers. Okay. Toy haulers though. Toy haulers, yeah. Yeah, buddy. You like the toy yeah. haul? You know what I would I do? Won't have if anything I, else. If I were Chad, hauler. with a toy hauler. <laughs> Chad, yeah. if I were if I were doing a race team, and it sounds like at a at a budget, 
I'm guessing what you're going to be. I would do a a uh, show hauler or a, like a like a uh, show hauler or a renegade something like that, a straight truck. So you don't have to have a CDL to drive, but you have the garage. You can still get a stacker inside the garage. You don't even have to pull a trailer. And uh, then you've got really killer lounge area during the races, you know, and, and your some of your crew can actually sleep in the truck, and it's a lot cheaper, and de- definitely the uh, the way to roll for a race. Do they have showers in these things? Yeah, yeah. they have showers. Yeah. Kitchens and yeah. slide-outs and yeah. bedrooms. No, those, those are awesome. I mean, that's, that's definitely something, you know, we're going to go over the budget and see, you know, exactly what we can afford, because obviously... Number one is we got to have good equipment. You know, we we don't want to be out there just making a fool of ourselves. Like even though results won't matter, let's not stop us on the show. So, right, and and then uh, <laughs> you know, we're going to see what we have for you know the hauler. Uh, you know, we already got a trailer worked out, which is a, a beautiful double decker trailer, and then. Yeah, just uh, we'll sit down tomorrow and, and figure out exactly what route we're going with what hauler. Chad, you're welcome back on the. You rolled with everything we throwed at you, buddy. Oh, just bring it on! Nice. This, this is my job. I got to roll with it. Well, <laughs> we've been dragged desperately for 15 years now. Tony says it's 15. I think it's 14 and a half. But anyway, uh, Team Lewin Estates. Look for them online on Facebook. Also, is there just a straight up website? Yeah, so uh, I actually am really excited about this. It's been eight months in the work. We just finished TeamLewinHomes.com. Okay. Linked up to the agent's MLS with 100% accurate information. And if you sign in with your info, it only goes to me, so you ain't going to get bugged by a million realtors. I love it. So only I'll see your info, and then you can browse uh, on there as much as you'd like. It's really easy to work, very user-friendly. Um, you know, I have all my clients on TeamLewinHomes.com as well, and everyone's raving about it right now. We just got it up and running last week, so really so, excited about that. Um, yeah, definitely everyone check it out, and, you know, let me uh, let me know your feedback. Out of uh, beautiful Valencia, Santa, uh, is it Santa Clarita, right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm all over, you know, Santa Clarita, Antelope Valley, Ventura County, Orange County, um, the west side. You actually go into Orange County? I'm oh yeah I have an escrow open in San Clemente right now almost in San Diego okay I'm I'm everywhere you name it anywhere in Southern California I'm there well buddy we appreciate you taking the time to join us three is it three one nine or three one zero three one zero nine zero three seventy nine forty six boy they're making the, yeah they're making the typeface on Facebook smaller and smaller every week this is your outro song we've picked this out because you are a bit of a renegade and we like that. I'll take it. I love it. <laughs> Chad, good to talk to you, buddy. Continued success. Here. Thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate it. You have a good night. Stay away from the Johnny time. Rock page, though. Who? <laughs> exactly. That is right. We'll take quick time out. More Pit Pass after this.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.